talk is money, honey. All we talk is money. All we talk is money. It's like bees to the honey. The Sauce Cast, baby. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sauce Cast, only here on Valuetainment. Uh, apologize for running late today, but you know, this is show business, you know? We can't wait for friends. We gotta get this thing started. We're gonna be having some guests joining us soon. Welcome to the Sauce Cast, the sexiest financial podcast in the world. In the world. Thank you, Nat. You're welcome. Uh, this is where finance meets romance. Boom. Mm -hmm. um, my name is Adam Sosnick. You can call me. Saws. Yeah, thanks, Nat. And why are we here? Why are we here? We remind you guys every single time because we want to see you get paid, laid, and, and do, do it your way. way. Is anything wrong with that, guys? No. Here's your chance to speak. Oh. Okay. <laughs> He's like, no. Uh, with that being said, guests on the panel today, um, two girls, one blunt, the, uh, who have been on the show multiple times. Shocker alert. Potheads are running late for the show. Uh-oh. They will literally be here at 420. Hi, you four. can't make this shit up. You yeah. can't make this shit up. Will you be here at 415? We'll be there at 420. No shit. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, expected. Um, we have Naomi Hernandez, the lovely Naomi Hernandez. She's yes. back. Model. Yay. Somewhat shy. Piss her <laughs> off, though, bro. She will bite. <laughs> What's new with you, Naomi? Um, not much. No. Sick, sick input. <laughs> Love that. Um, Kali. Yes. Don't call me Callie. Kali. I'm okay with either, actually. Fontanilla. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh -huh. Who do people tell you look like? Um... I look like myself. Ah, I love that person. <laughs> I love that person. Uh, but nobody else? No, actually. Okay. Uh -uh. You came here with your husband. He came here with a dog. I had to kick one of the two of them out. <laughs> so your dog's still here. Your husband's fucking yeah. boot. Out of here, Josh. <laughs> Just kidding. He's in the back taking care of the dog. Um... You're working to save America's kids from the unhinged left. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I was a 15-year public school teacher. You were? Oh, wow. Yes. And Middle school and high school. What happened? Uh, the world went crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what, you quit the job? Uh, yeah, I quit, which I didn't want to do, mm. but I couldn't teach online anymore in California. Mm. You were living in California. Yes. Uh, the, the best governor in the world, oh. Gavin Newsom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, allegedly a lizard person shows up and you just couldn't take anymore during COVID. No. How bad was it? 10 out of 10 bad. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I was going to give it a 12 out of 10. Yes. Okay. You, you underplayed it. So what? You were teaching in the public school system mm -hmm. and uh, you, what was like the tipping point? Like, I'm getting the shut, fuck out of They wouldn't even shut down the school and we had to bring in porta potties. So imagine like we, our toilets weren't working and, and they don't shut down schools. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, we're going to shut down the school over this virus that no one in our city even got yet. So yeah. it was nuts. It was really nuts. You yeah. Know, there, there's reactions and there's overreactions. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. were the epitome of overreactions. Yes. Anyway, this isn't a political podcast. I know you didn't bring your <laughs> MAGA mask today, but we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk money. We're going to talk dating. We're going to talk relationships. We're going to talk networking. We might even talk to Natalia Del Valle if she's got a good attitude today. How you feeling? Got a great attitude today. I'm that a girl. Oh my God. Um, what's doing? new? I'm Anything new? Uh, yes. If you didn't make the announcement already, uh, we will be doing another raffle today. We will be giving okay. away tickets for the. 
Fresh and Fit live event we're going to be having here on June 2nd. So make sure you guys get your tickets if you don't win today's raffle. Um, and we'll do the same thing as last podcast. Uh, we'll do Super Chats with $5 or more. Once we hit 20, we will put it in a wheel of names, and then we'll spin the wheel, and the lucky winner will win their tickets. I actually sent out the tickets to our other winner. He was super excited. We'll see him there. I'm excited to see you, Todd. We something? I forgot what it was. Um, we totted. We totted. Um, we hope to see you again you won today. The free tickets. <laughs> we hope to see you again today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe to the uh, Saucecast of uh, Valuetainment Money uh, because we've got a lot of exciting things to talk about today and in the future. So without further ado, yeah, the quick man. couple updates. Obviously, uh, Friday, June 2nd, live event here at Valuetainment Studios with Fresh and Fit. I've been on the phone nonstop with Myron, with Walt, figuring it out, who's invited, who's getting kicked out, all the details. Uh, you'll see for yourself, live event, Friday, June 2nd, live event here, Fort Lauderdale podcast, uh, 6 to 10 p.m., so nighttime, sexy vibes, Angel the DJ is going to be there, ficky ficky. Uh, we're going to have some lovely ladies, we're going to have some cocktail cigar lounge in the back. If you haven't got your tickets yet, they are selling out fast. Yes. I think we've got a handful of tickets left. Mm -hmm. Go get them at the website. Can we put the website up? 5990liveevent.com. Thank mm -hmm. you for that addition, Nat. I would have forgot the, the dot .com. .com without you. You're welcome. This is why you need a female sidekick, guys. They remind you of those dot .coms. Um, <laughs> 5990liveevent.com. And that's where you can get your tickets. You're going to be managing the super chats. Yes, I'll be reading Despite chats. Despite what people say, you're going to be reading all the super chats. I'll be reading all the of good, the chats. bad, the ugly. All of them. All and then... The, um, raffle? the raffle we'll do at the end. Yes. And someone will win two free tickets Correct. to the event. Um, Fresh and Fit made a big announcement on their podcast yesterday. And um, they had Sneeko on and uh, another dude who was just out of his mind, funny, ten, hilarious, yeah. controversial. Yeah, um, it was great. John, I believe it was John. Uh, I forget his name, but uh, dude was, was hilarious. Nat. Yes. Um, I just want to address something real quick. Go ahead. Okay. Yes. Uh, the last podcast we did, uh -huh. Tuesday, yes. uh, your friend MLD yes. was on the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and there was uh, an incident at the end. Yeah. I'm this is on script. You didn't know I was going to bring this up, but no, you know. But that's okay. But there was an incident at the end. Mm -hmm. Some people were calling it a setup. Um, uh, I had zero clue. I know you did. Of what was going on here. Yeah, I think we all. I don't know what you and Angela that. had worked out right. on the side. No, I think if here I'm gonna give my interpretation, okay, and then you can give your response, okay, and we'll get into the show. Cool. You ladies are like, dude, how am I getting caught up in all this nonsense? <laughs> Don't worry, now you're part of it. Um, so MLD, who's been on the show multiple times, I'm totally cool with MLD. I've got zero issues with MLD. I don't think he has zero issues with me. Mm -hmm. We're good. Uh, why would I invite someone on the show I have issues with? We're totally cool. Um, we're good. We're on the same page. Um, but you and him have had some issues. Uh, I wouldn't say anything major. No. Okay, but you guys, he's done some videos about you. You've said some things about him. I, again, not a big deal. Okay. But this is on you. You know, people are like, um, control your bitch, Saz. Like, tell her. I'm like, listen, she's a grown-up. She works here at Valuetainment. Um, go ahead, grab that. Um, we got people breaking in right now. And uh, you're entitled to your own opinions. Yeah. Sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're wrong. Sometimes mm -hmm. they're delusional. Sometimes they're accurate. Like, mm -hmm. you know, that's life. Two girls, one blunt just showed up. <laughs> girls, use the restroom real quick. We'll be with you in a second. 
So it just smells like weed in here now. Mm -hmm. Hi, ladies. <laughs> Didn't smoke. You fucked up. Uh, but anyway, mm -hmm. uh, Angela obviously took issue with some of the things that MLD said. Mm -hmm. uh, if you guys didn't watch that episode, go ahead, rewind it back. Um, here's my two cents. I'll give it to you, then we'll start the show. Okay. MLD did have a hard out at six. People are saying, oh, he walked off, he stormed off. No, uh, he did leave, need to leave at six. Uh, all good. Um, I respect what he does. He, he is also a controversial dude. Mm -hmm. He like Meaning he'll say some shit stir some things up. He admitted that he goes into chats and trolls. I don't, that, that's on him. So yeah. people are saying you should have come to his defense. Listen, MLD's a grown man. He can handle himself. People are saying you shit on him. Not at all. Yeah. I'm good with him. He's cool. He knows where to find me. We're in touch. I'm, I'm good. But you and Angela mm -hmm. had an issue with him. Mm -hmm. Angela specifically, you kind of mm -hmm. came to her defense. What happened in your world? I mean, I'm going to be honest, I don't have an issue with the guy. I think he's creating an issue for content, and, you know, people make content for that, and that's their opinion, and if that's what they want to do in the world, that's up to them. Um, but the only issue that really was taking place, and Angela decided to address that today, I mean, and, on that podcast, and because she brought it up, and she did bring up the hit piece that he did on me, I also became a little bit defensive because I also want to be, you know, I want to defend myself if I feel like I'm being attacked. And um, did you feel like you were defending Angela? Did you feel like you were defending women? Why I feel did, like why I was, was defending she on the attack women, and, and I would feel like I was defending the people in this space who really do find it very valuable in the content that's given. But now it's becoming that like it's becoming mean and it's becoming bullying. And it's such a shame that this could be a space where we are really influencing men and we are really influencing women to listen to this content so that they can be better women for the men and vice versa. But now it's turning like toxic and it's becoming like you wanna fat shame and it's okay, here's the thing. You could have owned it and it would have been done and it would have been a, a viral clip for you know mm -hmm. him. Um, but when you come to the you start to deny what you did, I, I have a hard time to respect that. I respect somebody who says what they say, they believe what they believe, and in the end, um, you know, you stand by what your word is. And that's okay if you're a little bit unsure, you, you, you didn't really mean what you said, um, but at the end of the day, I was looking for you to own up what you said, and that's what, what it was. I yeah, don't have you should have just said, yeah, and, I and said, I'm cool with Angela, yeah, yeah. And, and I don't think she's fat or overweight, not a thing. He should have said, this would have been a boss move. Uh, yeah, you're fat, and what do Literally, you do about it? It would have been a I viral. Know, that's gangster ass move. Yeah, MLD. it would have been a viral clip yeah. that would have went viral, and that I totally respect that. But the issue that I have is that you go and you go do these things behind the camera. You type up in the chat. You put me all up in like the titles and your short clips, and you do all that. But in front of my face, you want to be my friend and you want to hug me and you want to hold me. I'm good. I don't need that. I you respect be... your voice. I respect what you do for your community. And can I be honest, Sas? I sure. really do. There's something about him that I really do feel like he wants to help men and oh, when, no doubt no doubt and i see that but then he does like sour things like that and i'm like oh you could have had also a realer audience and women even be on your side as well but when you do that it kind of decredits all the work that you do so, so i don't have an issue with him my yeah. thing is like own up to the things that you do listen we've had other people in here who have done the same thing that he has done but they treat me like they talk about me and mm. i respect you for that i don't need you to be my friend i don't need you to agree with me you can call me delusional you can call me whatever you want okay um but my thing is own up to what you do and i will respect you and i have no issue there is no issue about you having your voice and freedom of speech, that's what we, that's what we value well, here. I'll tell you, the, the, speaking of value here, uh, I'll tell you the one thing I love about America, I love this platform, what we do, 
you and I can disagree. Yeah. Like I like MLD. I think he's great. Yeah, I don't. You're have not a, a fan. With him. I'm not I don't a really fan give with a shit. Him. You can yeah. say that all you want. Yeah. Like, what you know, people are, people should say like, you know, control your girl. She can't. She has. It's like you're entitled to think what you want to think. Yeah. When you say things good that are good, I'm like, yo, credit to you. When Correct. you say things that are completely delusional, I'll <laughs> g-check you to your face. Correct. All right. This yeah. is what we do here. But, anyway, yeah. uh, I'm not. I do want to say yes. that uh, you know if. It definitely caught us all off guard, so I apologize, yes. especially to you, because you were very shocked and like, like yeah. how is this happening right now? And if she, you know, she felt like it was the time that she wanted to correct that, and um, she brought up certain things that involved me. So I also felt like it was time for me to say something about it. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, it wasn't ill will to cancel him and and ruin his career and do all those things. It was just like, hey, you did this, own up to it. It's done. Let's keep it pushing. Yeah. That's all. And I think he admitted he did make the comments about her being overweight. So end, it's not like. In the end, but this yeah. could be a very good learning point for him. He can really come to a place of, you know, I'm going to own up to whatever it is I said and then, you know, move accordingly. So. All good. Anyway, all good. MLD, look forward to setting up the debate with you and Angela Knight and uh, <laughs> Nat if you want to be on the female side of things. But again, I'm cool with MLD. I think most of our audience is cool with MLD. Mm -hmm. Some people thought that he won. Some people thought that he lost. I'm not here to fucking pick winners and losers. You guys figure it out for yourselves. He's a grown-up. You're a grown-up. You guys hash it out. Uh, maybe we'll do a mud wrestling match. Who fucking You got knows? beef right. with the Major we'll Baseball that League? <laughs> What's that? You got beef with the Major Baseball League, Matt? So, no, uh, the ML, major? not the MLB. <laughs> This girl, she's wanting to get gangbanged by an MLB team. <laughs> Sorry about that. I mean, depends which one. Yeah, anyway, anyway, MLD, you know where to find me, holler. Um, anyway, back to the show. Uh, thanks for addressing that. Two girls, one blunts in the house, arriving in, fashionably late at 4.20. Was this planned? <laughs> no. Wait, you know, All right, give me one second, Adam. Be. Yeah. <laughs> Where's mine? Ah. <sighs> Much better. That was it? Have you met the ladies yet? You've met Naomi? Hello. Have you met Kali? I'm Jamie. Hi, right. I'm Emily. Nice to, meet you. nice to meet you. Anyway, there's a lot of female energy going on right now, so yeah. I'll give a quick shout out to our sponsor, just so I can feel like a man again, and then we'll start the show. Shout out to Turkesterone, it's a um, testosterone, and uh, I've been taking it, and I feel jacked up. Yeah, in a good way, okay? So uh, I think we all know we've addressed this many, many times how men are becoming more feminine in society today. This is not an opinion. This is not like a, a dissertation. There's actually facts. There's a multiple stats out there about men drop 1% of testosterone for the last 40 years. So there's a 40% decrease since the 80s. Um, why is this the case? Why do people want to push men being weaker? Obviously, we know that governments want to push this. So uh, they can be more controllable, controlled. You know what happened in California recently. Control, control, control. Once you give the government control, all hell breaks loose. So, but it's not just the governments. It's also some of the stuff that we consume, specifically the plastics, right? Whether it's the plastics, water bottles, packages, products. Plastics release, wait for it, estrogenic chemicals. They talk about toxic masculinity. That's pretty freaking toxic. So that, no wonder men are becoming more feminine with all this estrogen that's going on. Uh, to speak to the, to the actual points, testosterone levels have been declining since the 80s, rate of 1% per year every year. Again, that's 40% over the last 40 years. Researchers called the change ready, wait for it, alarming <laughs> researchers from an evolutionary biology standpoint. Um, Dylan Mulvaney is now a masculine man these days. Unfucking believable So how do you fight back, gentlemen? Um, uh, well, 
you can do it the, the normal, traditional way. You can work out, you can lift weights, get in shape. You can go out there and run, get on the beach, get onto the park, kick some ass out there. You can get good sleep, right? Sleep is a major factor. You can get sun, look good. I need to get some sun. White boys, shout out to the white boys out there. Um, uh, but you can also take terkesterone. So I don't know if we have an image up there we could show real quick. Joey's on the ones and twos. Uh, here's some of the benefits of terkesterone. Boom. Uh, increases testosterone, increases strength, increases lean muscle mass, improves recovery, helps with fat loss, and decreases stress. Sometimes I'm stressed the fuck out. Take a testosterone. Now, you know, it's like I just took an edible, but like a good kind of a thing. All good. Uh, it's basically steroids without the nasty side effects. So that's their words, not mine, but um, I'm not an advocate of steroids. There we go. So black forest testosterone is the most direct defiance to all the nonsense you're seeing out there, the feminization of men, and it overall helps you become the best and most masculine version of yourself. Um, by the way, you can get, you can, uh, get 10% off uh, if you go to the website blackforestsupplements.com slash value, because it's valuetainment. You get 10% off. So shout out to Turkesterone for helping men be men again. Let's make men men again. You went to men or women? I'm into both, baby. Hell yeah. You into men or women? I like a little bit of A, a little no, bit of my, B. This is, this is society these days. You into <laughs> men or women? Men. She's into men. I'm, I'm, in, I'm into men. That's a feminine woman right there. Kali, you're married. Are you men. into men? Oh, yeah. Or dogs? Men. Okay. Dogs are my lovers, but men are my... You, hey, I'm just using your words. <laughs> Nat, what are you into these days? What kind of man? I'm into real men. Real men? Like a man like MLD? Yes. Definitely not. Oh, that's <laughs> fucked up, man. Shout out to Angela for keeping calm during that situation, by the way. All right, I listen, you're sticking up for your lady. I'm sticking up for I my man. We'll meet that. in the middle. Shout it's all good. Her. It's all good. Yep, it's all good. I can't wait all to right. hear Shout the tea. Anyway, let's get this show started. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for uh, being live with us. We're giving away two, fresh, uh, two tickets to the Fresh and Fit live event June 2nd. Submit your super chats. Nat, you know that she's been improving her reading. Hooked on phonics, <laughs> worked for Nat. She's going to be addressing some of this stuff. Thanks for being here. Thanks for the sub. Like the goddamn video, and let's get this party started. Anyway, this past weekend in Miami, as you guys know, maybe you don't, was the Miami Bitcoin, Bitcoin conference, okay? Uh, I was there. I attended. Uh, we ended up interviewing um, Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, yeah. After the event, all of a sudden, you like that. All of a sudden, you like that. Okay. I was getting bored. So. Okay. All good. Uh-huh. So we ended up interviewing Tulsi. Um, and um, here's a quick little video from that event. I want to get your guys' opinion on where you think Bitcoin and crypto is going. Joey, play the video if you can. Here's a poll that I did. Conference. Whole lot of stuff going on. What are your guys' thoughts on Bitcoin these days? Is it going to the moon? Is it a fraud? Is it going down? Let me know your thoughts. All right. So that's a poll right there. By the way, Joey, can you put a poll up? Uh, whether we think our audience thinks Bitcoin's going to the moon or if it's going bust. Um, we just had Michael Saylor on the podcast. He owns uh, literally like a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin. I don't know yeah. if I'm underselling it or overselling it, but it's a <laughs> shitload of money yeah. in Bitcoin. Every time he comes on the podcast, PBD podcast, you know what do I do? I go buy another Bitcoin. <laughs> Straight up, every single time. So now I have, he's been on three times. I have at least three Bitcoin, but I had some from years earlier. I'm a big believer uh, in specifically Bitcoin, I own some Ethereum. I don't own any of the shit coins that, that have been circulating on the internet. Um, but uh, I do believe uh, in the power of Bitcoin. I also believe in what is known as asset allocation. So I have all my cash. 
Uh, I would say 90% of my money that I've made over the years is all in investments, Roth IRA, 401k, index funds, ETFs, mutual funds. And then I'll take, I don't know, 5% of the money that I've made invested in something like Bitcoin, um, Ethereum, I buy REITs, real estate. We're getting someplace, ladies. Hang tight. Um, but these are the types of things that you need to do with your money. Anyway, so Miami Bitcoin event, it was actually a scaled down event this year. Last year, fucking Logic performed. There was rappers, there was concerts, there was events. This year was just like, let's get back to business because everything went boom, boom to bust uh, in the last 12 to 18 months. We all know that it had a sky high of, I think it reached 69,000. Uh, 70 bitcoins, 69. Of course, Emily's gonna. Of course, Emily. She hears 69, laughing. Of course. Um, but you know who else is not a fan of some of the crypto scams out there, uh, and some of the stuff that uh, is circulating on the uh, interweb is your guy's good friend Andrew Tate. So he did a video about this yeah. uh, on the heels of the Bitcoin event. So I want to play this video. And we can have a conversation about crypto, Miami, Tate, all the above. If you want to chime in, great. If not, I, I'm not afraid to speak. Callie, Kali, you don't even know the Bitcoin conference is, mm -mm. but you know who Andrew Tate is. I do. Okay, yeah. let's roll this video. Yeah. We got to hit the volume, baby. It's because these are people who Start it are over. afraid of hard work. Crypto Twitter is full of losers. It's full of losers because these are people who are afraid of hard work and want to make money for nothing. And even if they make money, they have a 0% net positive impact on the world, which is actually quite difficult to achieve. For you to make money in the world, usually you have to help somebody in some way. If I become really rich through making bricks, then at least I provided someone with a house. If I become rich through restaurants, I fed somebody. You have to help people to make money in most realms. If I were to say to you, make as much money as you can while absolutely positively helping no one at all, you'd have to turn to crypto. Because these dorks sit there, scam each other all day, bots, garbage, launch DGen coins, be a bunch of idiots, promise to have the world, I'm gonna tokenize toilet paper and it's got utility and there's an NFT and you can join my exclusive project and we're all a community and let's all type in the telegram all day and we're all going to help the world. And really, you help fucking no one. Cool, Joe. Even if you make money, you manage to make some money while positive. All right. Um, Tate, clearly a fan of crypto. <laughs> Big, he loves no, it. Actually, he, as the video continues, he did actually establish that he's like, I do believe in Bitcoin and Ethereum. Essentially, was the same thing that I believe. But some of this other stuff is absolutely nonsensical. What I would say is 10 to 20% of it is actually useful, uh, tangible, and, and uh, it has a utility. And then the other 80% or so is shitcoin. So, uh, ladies, not that I'm asking your uh, advice on crypto or Bitcoin, but... Because we're just dumb girls. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. You took the words out of my... I like it when no, you talk that's down not, to that's me. Not what, that's not where I'm at. But... You live in Miami. You live in Miami. You live in Miami. You live in Sarasota now. Um, there was an article in uh, the Miami Herald recently about how basically everyone that was in the crypto scene evaporated, left Miami. And I've seen this in the real estate market in 2008. I've seen this in the tech boom in the early 2000s. I've seen this in uh, now the crypto in, the, in 2020. They make their money, fast money. All of a sudden, boom, things go bust. They get the hell out of here. How much partying were you doing during Crip Miami Crypto Week? I did run to you at the white party. We had some <laughs> fun. Yes, we were um, doing interviews. You know, you're in the modeling world. You're a hot mom with a dog or a hot <laughs> wife with a dog. You have kids? 
now. Okay. Mm. Uh, maybe after the show, you and Josh <laughs> in the back room. Oh um, what? Her husband's here. Yeah. Um, what's your experience with some of these crypto guys? These crypto dorks that are out there. I feel like I haven't talked to many. Oh. I mean, I've invested personally, so I have some like Bitcoin, not a lot. Uh, I have Ethereum. I made like 15k on Dogecoin. So I feel like there's Dogecoin. I, I still made money. Uh, but I don't meet a lot of men who do it. And if I do, it's like their whole life, and I don't like that. I feel like what Andrew said, there's some truth to that, where it's like they're just so focused on crypto and nothing else, and they come in and, I don't know. They go in and go out. And then they go in and go out, yeah. (laughs) Emily, when you meet the crypto dorks out there, what do they say to you? Okay, first of all, Adam, I love nerds. I'm going to just start off by saying I don't understand crypto. I don't understand anything about it. But if there are any men who do, feel free to slide into my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> we did go to a couple of Bitcoin events this week, and it was interesting. Some guy approached us and was like, do you want to buy my T-Rex? And I was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah." is that like a euphemism for something? Are you trying to show me your dick? And he literally whipped out his phone and showed us a picture of a T-Rex in like an exhibit in his house. So he was like, do you know anyone? I'll give you a cut of the profits. I was like, I don't know a single person who wants a T-Rex, dude. So it was not a euphemism. He wasn't pulling down his pants. He actually had a T-Rex. He was like, I made money. Why is he going to you to try to sell that T-Rex? I just look like somebody who's really into museums. But what I want to understand is, so Tate is very um, uh, vocal about this. He's basically, they're all dorks, okay? What was was your experience or like, What's their vibe from these types of guys? Um, it's it's very like it gives me LA vibes, like oh. kind of clicky. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like the guys are kind of nervous to talk to girls, but I like nerds, so it's like okay, shh, baby, I got you. So you're approaching <laughs> them. So it gives you LA vibes. Well, Kali over here is from LA. Well, that's all men now, though. I've I've heard that that men don't hit on women anymore that much. I mean, I haven't been hit on in like twenty years since I'm married. Oh, I put off that vibe. You right? gotta go to construction yes. zones in Miami, girl. Because I want to know what it's on. like for you guys, though. Like, yeah, we definitely get. Yeah, but the, but young men like Gen Z, young young boys now, they're not yeah. hitting on girls. They they're too scared. Well, you know who can they speak slide about in your this? DMs. Yeah, our exactly. friend Naomi is nineteen. Yes. She's 19. Oh. You are the I'm definition 41. of Gen Z. Mm-hmm. I know that you're very loud. You're very vocal. Yes. Do you so think much. that uh, whether it's crypto nerds or whatever, or just men, or young men in Miami, that they're more feminine, that they're shy, they don't come talk to you? What's your experience? Um, honestly, I don't know. Like, I haven't had much experience with those type of guys. What do you expect? What do you have experience in? I don't know. Mostly, mostly like douchebags. Mostly like douchebags. <laughs> yeah. So where Me do you too, meet girl. these amazing douchebags? Huh? Where do you meet these amazing douchebags? Well, I lived in Tampa for a while. It wasn't great. So how would you define a douchebag? Um, very cocky, insensitive, kind of only thinks about themselves. That doesn't sound like they're uh, afraid to come talk to you, though. No, but that's just like, oh, Jesus. That's just like... It's like they put on a show. Kind of like crypto. <laughs> it's a big show. <laughs> Next thing you know, Dogecoin doesn't exist. I saw that attendance in Bitcoin went down like 33%, just like F1. Attendance went way down. They were trying to sell tickets yeah. at like a huge discount because people just weren't coming out for it. 
Well, it's called discretionary spending. And we, d- we covered this on the podcast uh, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. whereas I, I highlighted that who are the best economic indicators as to what's happening in the markets today. And if there's a recession, is it uh, prognosticators? Is it financial advisors? Is it Jim Cramer? Is it is crypto bros, finance bros? And the answer was strippers, because they're the ones who are on the ground, mm. they're on the streets, they're doing guerrilla marketing <laughs> out there, and they know if men are coming in and tipping and making it rain, or if they're like, sorry, baby, I don't need a lap dance. I'm really, this is my last penny out here. Just need a freaking beer. So th- there is some uh, truth to that, is that people are spending less and going to these events less. And uh, that's essentially the, the, long, the long and the short of it with the crypto event. Did you go out to any crypto events? I did not, unfortunately. Where were you hiding? What was I doing? I was doing something. Oh, um, it was my mom's birthday. So I spent the weekend with her. Happy birthday, Dee. Yeah, happy birthday, mm-hmm. Mom. Love you. Okay. So any input on the crypto store that we got going on here? Um, I think it's something that people who are in that community, they feel like they have a place, so they become really engaged, and the outside world becomes, like, invisible. Um, it's not my thing. I mean, I commend them for being, like, f- all in in what they're doing. I think if you're going to do something, like, be number one at it and do – is that what um, – or Warren Buffett said, if you're going to do something, be number one in yeah. Um So I think they um, are doing that. It's a space that's not really winning sometimes all the time. Um, but, I mean, hey, find your thing, do your thing, and be the best at it. That's all I really mm. have to say for them. All right. Just remember, past performance does not guarantee uh, future results, guarantee future returns. So just because crypto or a certain Dogecoin went to the, uh, the moon doesn't mean that it's... Uh, going to stay on the moon forever might come back down to earth okay mm-hmm. uh, anyway i'm giving you guys a c plus for your um answers this pan- this, this uh, segment possibly even a d minus but i'm just being generous today but i feel like the next topic you're going to bring some value okay. i can bring up the grade what's that i said i can bring up the grade that's so if you girl. meet if you meet Carly. a man that's into crypto he needs to know and this is not trying to be sexual he needs to know when to pull out Ooh. And ah, diversify okay. and invest in other stuff. Okay. So now I know what to do. Anytime I need a better response, Extra credit. I, need to, I need to challenge you a little bit. Give you I'm a, a teacher. I know. You're a teacher. That was a little extra credit for us. Out there. I don't like when men use reverse psychology to try to get me to prove myself. It works on you every single time, Emily. Well, I haven't sucked your dick, so clearly it hasn't worked good enough. Yet, bitch. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, thank you for the visual. offer. I'm going to decline. But you keep trying, girl. You never know. You never know. Speaking of uh, sucking a rich man's dick, let's talk to this next story. Um, what is A rich story? housewife shares the worst part about marrying a millionaire. So, you know, there's this whole conversation these days about high-value men and successful men and men of status and men who have uh, who've got it going on. But this lady like a true victim, shares the, um, <laughs> the downside of marrying a multi-millionaire. So we're going to go through the list. I think there was eight things that she highlighted. Let's play the video and we'll have an overall discussion on this video. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Scared of getting robbed. Okay. You can play the video. It's fun. Always having the like music. 10, 10 Is this in Miami? 
Okay. Anyway, clearly she's married to a traditional American man based on that video, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, clearly they live in Dubai. But we're using this as, again, an economic indicator for us Americans out here to have this discussion right there. Clearly they're probably living in Dubai. Habibi. Uh, shout out to my Dubaians. Um, yeah? I got to get out to Dubai this summer. Um, so here are, the, here are the eight things she said. I'd like to get your women's opinion on this. And then obviously... Uh, I'm going to give my input as well. So, number one, she's scared of getting robbed. Okay. Fair enough. Number two, um, he always has to look that she always has to look a 10 out of 10 at all times. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, number three, remember these things. Uh, she eats too much food because, you know, living good, you're eating good. That's just how that <laughs> works. Uh, women want her man. I get it. Um, he buys her too much stuff. Oh, poor girl. <laughs> he just buys me too much shit. Unbelievable. Number six, they're always traveling and she's tired. Okay, now, now I'm really starting to really get, uh, get, uh, get annoyed by this woman. Oh my God, my job is to travel with my rich husband and I'm so tired. What a victim. Anyway, um, the food is always a show. Like it's an elaborate, amazing production at these amazing restaurants. Man, it's really tough being with yeah. these millionaires. And he never lets her drive because they have a driver or he's driving. Okay, I have so many things I want to say to this woman. But anyway, ladies, you tell me. I gave you these eight things that are so horrible uh, about marrying a millionaire, high-value, rich man. Uh, what stuck out to you the most? Jamie, I know you're pretty logical, so what do you think? That you took that seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Obviously, she's kidding. She's just rubbing it in everyone's face. Yeah. I would say the one that uh, stood out to me the most, though, was having to be ready all the time. That's probably why I'm not with a millionaire. It's not the only reason. But you know how they say with every joke, there is some truth behind it. You know this. There, like, yeah. there is, you know, behind every great comedian, whatever they tell a joke... There's definitely truth behind it. I did stand-up comedy for years. Mm -hmm. You're a stand-up comedian. Like a Not lot of this. Really. You're a, you're a satirist. I, yeah, I do satire. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, sorry for fact-checking me. You're not a comedian. You're a satirist. Okay. Got it. Thanks for the differentiation. Mm -hmm. But you understand that even when you're making the jokes about being woke and all that, there's a lot of truth under it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, truth and comedy. Of course. Mm -hmm. All right. So... What do you think? What was your biggest... So you, your, number, your number one takeaway was what? Having to get ready all the time. Having to look good all yeah. the time. I want to be in my comfy clothes. I have my favorite sweatshirt. I'll never. wear that shit five days You in will a row. never wear sweatpants around me, ever. <laughs> oh, good thing we're kidding. not dating. <laughs> uh, what's your biggest takeaway from, from these things that they were talking about here? Since there's truth in comedy. Uh, I, think, I think you know the whole 10 out of 10 thing. I think every man is different in what they need in their woman and maybe he needs all of the fancy stuff but like my husband he just wants my hair down and uh you know not a bun <laughs> so yeah. so there's you know I, I guess every and, and that is kind of you know you do have to put yourself together for your man mm -hmm. I, yeah. I firmly believe that you should do that well okay so obviously we'll use the satire what is the downside to, da to dating a super successful high value guy is there a downside in your mind I would be just disappointed because honestly, I like going out to like trashy food places sometimes. <laughs> like I don't know, everyone in Miami talks about Flanagans. Like I, I want, love like, Flanagans. If you talk shit about Flanagans, food. I boot you off the show no. right now. No, all right, listen, sassy pants, we're okay. This okay, is a safe space. This is a safe guys, space. Guys, I told you I've been taking Tercesteron. I'm heated yeah, right now. Yeah, you can feel it. We can feel it. All right, I, we're I, safe. I, I'm admitting it. This no, is what testosterone looks like. No, I love food. Adam, let's fucking go to Flanagans, dude. We're on the same page. We might go to Flanagans after this. 
this. I Play have your a comedy cards show. Right. Sorry. Play your cards right. I get you ten chicken wings on the house. <laughs> okay. Nat, what's a downside to dating multimillionaire? Um, I mean, it's it's a lifestyle. It's not just like you're dating someone that just pays your bills and that's it. Like it's a lifestyle that you choose and you have to upkeep. You know, if you're gonna pick a man that's this millionaire man, it comes with, you know, doing all the things that she said. Like yeah, like oh, she sounds like she's complaining, she's bratting, but it does take time and effort. And you know, when you do that as a woman, you know, you give up everything else that you want to do for yourself. So there's nothing wrong with it. I think it's just a lifestyle that you know you have to understand. It comes with taking time and energy and that's where it's gonna go towards. So I think it's a matter of figuring out like, do you want that life or do you not want that life? I don't think it's necessarily like a horrible thing, um, but I think it just depends on what woman wants that and is okay with everything. Um, you know how guys out there get catfished? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, like you meet a girl online and then like it happens in real life and you show up, you're like, who are you, buddy? That does happen to me. Right. <laughs> happened okay. to me too, <laughs> real bad. <laughs> no, I mean like the girl shows up and you're like, I don't, Guy shows up with like There's a wig. You're like, wait. You got catfish. Fifty pounds heavier. Okay. Catfished financially but by a man. Yeah. You got catfished financially. Yeah. What was that? Oh, yep. Some guy was like trying to date me, and I was like, no, we have to take things slow. Like, I'm not trying to rush into a relationship. And he's like, I want you to move in. Like, I'll take care of you. Like, all of this stuff. Fast forward two weeks, like he's broke. Damn. I'm like, why would you lie about that? Sounds like a crypto bro. It sounds like a crypto bro. He's he probably like, lost it all in fucking Rogan coin. Rogan or whatever coin. the new thing is. Yeah. Um, well, the reason that I bring that up is because talked about being ready all the time, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. There's a lot of girls that you'll see. Um, this is advice to the men out there. Uh, I can't tell you how easy it is for a girl to look really good. Like if you go out and you put like you get you know come on Emily help me out you put your things on you get your makeup <laughs> on, on. All right you you get all ready you put some high heels on all of a sudden like you could be like a a five at best and all of a sudden you're in the club you're drunk you think that girl's an eight and a half it's like wow that happened real quickly it's dark wow it's dark and next thing you know it's Flashing like, it's like <laughs> you just took a man home but what I will give credit to some women are able to do this like I'm, I'll never forget I went on um, a trip. This is, I don't know, a year ago, I took a girl with me. Oh. And I'd never seen her. I've always seen her dressed up, done up. And uh, she showed up. I picked her up in the Uber. Her flight was at like 8 a.m. I picked her up at like 6 a.m. Mm. She showed up. And uh, she was just sweatpantsed out, no makeup, no nothing. And she starts apologizing. She's like, sorry, I didn't have a chance to do my makeup. And I actually got a look at her for the first time without makeup. And I was like, you're actually... Beautiful. Aww. You're actually very pretty. I'm like, if this is what I'm getting all natural, you're like, all right, I'll get that. So the point is this for the gentlemen out there. Uh, many women can look good when they're done up. But when they take it all off, they let it loose, mm -hmm. and they look good natural, you got you to gotta consider, you know, locking that in is what I'm saying. Because there's, <laughs> there's a lot of girls... When they, when the thing and it comes off and it's just, what happened? Jesus, or, what or just happened here? it comes here? off and you realize it's a man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hate when that that's happening now. I hate when that like, happens. Like, that's oh, why man. I think women shouldn't get too much plastic surgery and Today all of the, especially. and you know, yeah, because yeah. that's what these men are doing to mm -hmm. look like women, and they appear very feminine. Yes. But they're actually men. 
That's so, so true. women fit. flaunt your natural beauty. Yes, especially today. Mm -hmm. I think there's gonna hopefully there'll be more of a rise of like that natural beauty that's uh, gonna become like the new I feel like it's coming back. back. All that clean beauty that, trends on yeah. TikTok. I literally it's got rid of my nails, yes. like, my extensions, yeah, my everybody's eyelashes. Yeah, becoming a little bit more natural, and I think that's where like the real femininity is really gonna start to like spur. And I'm excited for that new wave of women that are gonna mm -hmm. come out. Um, and don't get me wrong, like if you want to go do plastic surgery and lipo and do your like do your thing, but just know that you're maybe competing with people who also do those things who are maybe a different gender. Is it appropriate for a man to um, comment on a woman's face if she looks like a plastic lizard person? Wait, say yes. that again? Okay. I, think I think so. I think women need so, to be told. For sure. Okay. Thank you, Kali. Yes. <laughs> Listen, you want to get some boobies done, you want to get some, you know, some booties. Done. Well, I get it. Women want to look good. But when you start looking like, have you seen Jeff Bezos' new oh, fiance? Yeah. yeah. There's pictures of her when she was young. I don't know if we can pull that up. Mm -hmm. Actually, very attractive. Mm -hmm. And now she looks like a full-on lizard person. No. Is it appropriate to talk about this? I think it depends on your relationship with the person. Yeah. I was always taught growing up, if there's a comment you want to make about somebody's appearance and they can't change that aspect of their appearance within a minute, leave it alone. Mm. If you I'm don't like, have anything nice shit. to say. <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings if you don't really know them. Mm -hmm. But it's like, remember when every girl would do the duck face thing? Like, whatever, oh, and, they, so, and like, yeah. whatever that, everyone was like duck, and then like, someone like, was like, <laughs> and then at some point was like, all right, uh, can, we, can we chill out with all the duck stuff? And then it just came a, it became like a joke, there you go. Yeah, the whole, <laughs> and, then, and then people were like, all right, enough with the duck, and now nobody does the duck thing anymore. I do. We were so bullied like, out of it. <laughs> it got played out. Uh, it got old. The... The women messing with the face, especially women when they start reaching into their 40s or whatever, it's just not a good look. I think you can do it. You just got to do it a certain way. I, don't, I think once you start, I think it's something that can be very <coughs> addictive. Like people get like mm -hmm. a rush out of it. Like you see girls mm -hmm. do their lips and like, I just like the feeling right after I'm done with my lips and their lips are like this big. I think there's <laughs> a way to like do your surgeries and your upkeep, but be mindful of like when you cross the line of like, it's too much, I'm looking a little ridiculous. Yeah. Also, and the people around you who love you, they will tell you. They but will. Don't be offended mm -hmm. when they do. So. Mm -hmm. Well, men and women are different. Would okay. you tell a girl you have too much in your face? Men will be truthful to the point where it hurts, oh, that's actually especially to other men, even to women. Mm -hmm. Women will straight up lie to your face oh, yeah. and be like, no, you look, you're a yeah. 10, baby. You look good. It's like, <laughs> and then you go back and you're like, yeah, she's pretty fat. Like, I will tell a guy, like a buddy of mine came over recently, he came over in like fucking cargo shorts and like a t-shirt. We're going out that night. I'm like, buddy, what are you doing? <laughs> like, go, like, he's like, that's all I got. I'm like, get your fat ass to the store over here. Change. I'm not bringing you out with me to a club in fucking cargo shorts. Nobody's gotten laid in cargo shorts since Nam. Like, get the hell out of here. Go buy some clothes. Like, you don't look good. And he's like, I'm right on it, Saz. Like, oh, I like that. And guys will do that to each other. Guys will do like that we, to women. We do that to our friends, though. I'll be like, hey, that's not a no, flattering No, girls outfit. don't. Yeah, you'll say that's not a <laughs> flattering. Yeah, this isn't doing girls you Girls don't want to hurt each other's opinions. And the, so the surface level of it, ready, is, hey, it's not a flattering outfit. Or, hey, you know, maybe you could have worn something different. The reality of it is you should say, you're 250 pounds. You don't look good. You're not a 10. Sorry, Lizzo, you need to lose weight. Like, why are women not able to be as truthful as men? 
Why don't you tell me? Well, Kali. I think there's a difference between like public cries, like basically talking in general to people and just being like, hey, you need it. You need it. Women, you guys need to stop doing all the plastic surgery. Like the Kardashian look, that's out. Let's stop, right? But one on one, you just got to know the person because that could really destroy. Mm-hmm. I mean, women are so hard on themselves. Like, I know that's like, because I've lost 70 pounds. Mm. You look so, great. And I'm 41 as well. Mm. Hell yeah. All natural. <laughs> like, mm, but, um, but it's, it is. And you, I can we tell do, you haven't done anything to your face. No, 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 you no. You look no. good. Yeah, I, I mean, I have, I have to wear Spanx now and all that kind of stuff. But like, <laughs> Who does it? <laughs> but that's like, but, but it's like you, d- women will, they will hurt themselves if they don't feel like they look good to other people. And I think part of it, that's the plastic surgery, is they're hurting themselves. I mean, that's very painful. Plastic yeah. surgery is very painful. Now, is it rude if a man comments on things that uh, women won't say out loud? I actually had this happen the other day to me. <laughs> Some guy that I'm hooking up with, he, uh, he was like, Emily, you look way better without makeup. And I turn and look at Jamie. I'm like, what the fuck? He didn't did say he it like say that. He literally was like, yeah, I don't like your face with all that makeup on it. This looks better. And we were like, whoa. And I looked at her and I go, don't worry. It's and what did autism. you do when he said that? I was like, you're supposed to say I look beautiful both ways. Okay, that's what he's supposed to say, but he's actually being truthful. Yeah, he's he being honest. So, and he actually was like, you need to tone down the makeup. And I was like, all right, thanks, daddy. Noted. Oh. And then I toned down the makeup and I'm like, wow, I look like an angel. Yeah, okay. That was good advice then. Mm -hmm. It was good. (laughs) It was the way, like, delivery is everything. Yeah. Right? And your tone of how you're saying something. He didn't mean it in a rude way, but (laughs) it it still hurt. I got you. And tone and delivery and the way that you say things is a factor. But if you can kind of be non-emotional, I know that's hard to do. If you can kind of be stoic and just take the actual advice and not be like, you're an asshole, I don't like the way you said that, and just be like, all right. My man, who I'm hooking up with, who I would, I assume, aim to please, <laughs> is telling me this. Like Let me process this information, listen, and do something about it. Well, you know. How hard is that to do? It's my really easy to get weight defensive. was from a man, like, saying to me, that's all you. Like, I was sitting down, and I had, like, this big old belly, right? Yeah. And this man was like, that's all you? And I was like, yeah. yeah. So sometimes, even though that's super <laughs> rude, right? Yeah, but damn. look, But... I wanted to show him, hey, I, yeah. I'm not going to let someone, you know, I'm going to actually yeah. work past that. And so. And look at you, you lost how much weight? Sometimes, sometimes you just need, you need a slap in the face. How much weight reality. did you lose? Uh, well, it's between 60 and 70 pounds. I Yo, look at you. Yeah. Yeah. I go up and down. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, exactly. And when he said it to you, it hurt your feelings, I assume. Uh, it did, but it stuck with me. And I was like, I am, I think you either take it and you let it break you down or you let it be a fire to get mm-hmm. better, which we all can do. Okay. Right? Does the truth hurt sometimes? For sure, of course. What are your thoughts, Naomi? <laughs> I mean, what have you worry. had to deal with <laughs> yeah. that was truthful? She's been pretty whole life. Someone told you something that was the truth. You didn't fucking like it, <laughs> but you realized it was accurate. What comes to mind? I mean, that happens to me all the time. I'm a skinny girl. I'm tall, so it kind of makes it more intense. So I get told sometimes that I look like a toothpick. You know, you just deal with it. I it doesn't really bother me, to yeah. be honest. I mean, I'm a model. <laughs> it's kind of my job, but... Right, that, well, that's... There's, like, you, brought, you hit the nail on the head. Don't say things that someone can't fix. Like, not, number one, yeah. you're tall, you're gorgeous, like, you look good, you're a model, like, it's kind of your fucking job. Like, keep up the good work. So 
you know, but if someone is completely overweight or they dress sloppy or they're acting a certain type of way, right? Those are things that you can work on, mm. right? So if, if, it's, if it's something that you can fix, I feel like it's completely in boundaries to say something about it. Now, some people will, like, if, you, if, you, if I don't know you, if you don't know me, like, why are you talking to me? But if people in, in your ear, friends, family, coworkers, or whatever, it's called constructive criticism or constructive feedback to construct a better you, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Okay, versus obviously there's a lot of hateful comments online, like throw that stuff out there. But sometimes, even in the shitty comments out there, there's going to be a comment that's like, that would hurt. <laughs> but I, they were right. And you got to improve upon that. Yeah. Okay. Jamie, you're looking like you want to say something. No, I mean, it all depends. I think some people say things to, like, especially if we're talking about girls, talking to girls and holding each other accountable or like letting them know what's up. Sometimes it's not a good intention behind it. So it really depends on who it is and how they're saying it. Like some girls will make comments about your clothes or your face or your makeup because they don't like you. <laughs> like they want you to feel worse about yourself. So mm -hmm. they're bringing um, up things that might make you insecure or that they know bother you about your own body. So I think it's important to also take everything that people say to you with a grain of salt. I love how we started talking about the downside to uh, dating a millionaire, and we ended up talking about constructive criticism. I don't think we've dated any millionaires. Has anyone dated? I haven't dated a millionaire. I personally have yeah. not. <laughs> no. My husband was broke when I met him. I've gone yeah. on dates yeah. with worked millionaires, but not dated. Okay. Well, then that, that begs the, uh, the next question. Uh, would you rather? Would you rather date, and you're married, but, mm -hmm. you know, go to fantasy land again, be your satirist, <laughs> Would you rather meet a successful man and enter his world or meet an average man and build together on the hopes that he becomes successful, but he may not? Let me repeat the question. Meet a successful man, but you enter his world, right? I'm successful, multimillionaire, what's going on? You're hot, you come with me, boom, bringing you on trips, businesses, doing all that, but you're in my world, I'm the boss, I'm the alpha. That's option A. Option B, regular dude, good guy, you're dating, he hasn't made it yet, but you have the hopes that he will. What do you prefer? Natalia? Um, I think with the lifestyle I have and with what I want to do, I think meeting someone who's average with the goal of becoming successful would best fit me. Why do you think you'd rather have an average guy than a successful guy? Um, I think... Um, when you meet men in that phase of their grind and their hustle, um, I find value in going through that with a man um, and being reliable for that man and that support system. Sometimes I think men strive even a little more when they have that strong support system. So I would love to be like part of the reason why um, my man is successful is because I was able to support him. So I what like happens that. if he never becomes successful? And, and as, as complimentary as you are and as... as, as you have the ability to like breathe mm -hmm. confidence and success. I've seen you what you do. Mm -hmm. What happens if it never happens? Would you regret that decision? Like I just had that rich dad down the block and I just passed him up for this average broke dude. Um, I don't believe so. I mean, I can't really speak for that. Yeah, you would. I don't know if okay. I would because um, I also don't know the route of if I was to pick that successful man, I wouldn't know okay. the sacrifices that would take either. So I think it's a matter of whatever 
decision you do pick, uh, go all in on it, and then move accordingly. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I have plenty of average dudes to introduce you to. Okay, phenomenal. I got you. Yes. Bunch of average dudes. I got you. Cool. Well, they have to be Joking. good looking, too, I think. Yeah. I think yeah, there's more to it. Yeah, I didn't even talk about it. looks. Obviously, yeah, you need to be attractive to, to a guy. I think there's but, more to it in that question. But if you're asking, like, just the surface level okay. of that. Jamie, successful uh, dude, but you're entering his world, his frame. Average dude, and you're going to build something together. What do you prefer? Average dude all the way, I think, because the successful one, I have to kind of go by his rules. Like, he created his space, and I feel like there's less, um, I don't know. I'm not able to, like, kind of get my way as much. So I think when I'm building okay. with somebody, we can create those boundaries of how we want our life together mutually as we grow. And right. I think also, you know... I don't know. And I, I want to date a comedian, and they don't make a lot of money. <laughs> so uh, I'd be happy to give them the marketing experience to grow that and hit the stage every night. Do Speaking a of comedians, there's a big it. comedian that just moved to Miami. He used to live in um, on the West Coast. You know, uh, Jaden Russell. No. He's huge, huge comedian. He's right there, sitting over there. Oh, hello. Yeah. So if you like him, tall, dark, and handsome. There I got is. you. But he doesn't have any money yet. So I he's funny. Most comedians, and they're like the only ones I'll talk to. So. Okay. Emily. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Successful dude, we got to enter his world. Or average guy on the hopes that he figures it out. <laughs> um, I think the some part of me that's like, oh, I want to be saved. And I want like that, that knight in shining armor. It's like, oh, okay, a successful man. Captain Savaho is what they call it. Captain Savaho. Shout out to Kevin Savo. Somebody's got to like save them. They're not doing Somebody's well got to save these girls out there. <laughs> um, so, do you want to be saved or you want to help build some man's empire with him? I think I'd rather build something. Cause like Jamie said, I don't want to be stuck in your world and feel like I don't have any control. I don't want to be financially dependent on anyone and feel like I don't have any way to escape. I, I need to be independent enough that I can be good on my own. Okay. Naomi, how you doing out there? I know you're just getting this this little thing called life started. You know, I don't know too many people, and I yeah. I never been to a club. But you're a gorgeous model. You're out there. What do you prefer? Successful dude, you enter his world. Average dude, you build it together. I think it kind of depends on my mindset. Cause like right now, I don't want a relationship. I don't. I'm not looking for one. So, dream with me though, dream, dream. A couple years down the road, you're gonna be a, you're gonna be 21 years old. You're gonna want a man in your life. You're not gonna just be that chick with cats hanging out like your Chelsea Handler. Like, so you're talking about if I want a relationship? Yeah, of course. So if I want a relationship, then I guess I would just go with the average guy. Okay, you want the average guy. And why do you prefer an average guy over a successful guy? Um, well, if I had actual feelings for him. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't really care if he had money or if he didn't. Got it. Okay. All right. Kali, bring us home here, girl. I You're married. Depends, I think You've been married age. how long? I think a woman that's young, yeah. if you meet a guy that's average but he's a great guy and you want to build your wealth together, awesome, and you want to, you know build your lives together but when you're like in your 40s and dating because i have a lot of friends that are in their 40s mm, and dating you're right yeah you don't want a dude that has to build his Average. life like you want him yeah. 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 in five years yes. <laughs> 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 with you thank you yeah. and why is point. that 
because that's just, well, there's not a lot of time. Like, what's the average age we're living now? It's like 70s. I think the average lifespan is going down now. Oh, I need my retirement. You know, well, I, think, I think when you hit your 40s, you want to be able to travel. You want to be yes. able to do things in life that aren't so grindy, right? Yep. And I, I, that's where my husband and I are at right now. Like, we have really, like, 20s and 30s, because we've been married 13 years. Oh, wow. Was, I mean, we were, like, living in a trailer next to his uncle's house next to a freeway. Right, and we had to really work mm -hmm. to get to where we're at now. But now we own our own business. We can travel whenever we want. We don't have to get up when someone tells us to get up. And I wouldn't want to have to deal with that all over again mm. at 41. Okay. Mm. Thank you. Yes. You're a breath of fresh air. <laughs> Thank you. Because here's where I'm going with this. Uh -huh. It's so easy when you're 21. 21 for yeah. the fifth time. 28. 29. 29. 24. Good memory. 19. <laughs> it's so easy when you're young, independent, to be like, I don't need no rich guy. Like, I don't need no guy. I, I want to do my own thing. Like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to have to rely on no man. I just, you know, all the, all the squirming answers that doesn't really, it's like cognitive dissonance when, like, they know they want a rich, successful guy, mm -hmm. but the words that come out of their mouth, not just you guys, women in general, are like, no, like, I want to be independent, and that's my thing. And it's like, fast forward, girls, <laughs> to when you're beautiful and 40 years old, like Kali over here, and you're like, uh, I'll take the rich guy, please. <laughs> uh, you dumb young bitches, like you, you hang yeah, out. Yeah, but you're with, asking us where now. we're at now. Okay, but what I'm saying is, you got to learn some way. You're gonna learn today, and it might just be right now. And it. So what's my one of my favorite things that I always talk about? The whole thing of that, like, if you submit. I'll commit, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So this whole thing of submission is that in order for you to have an amazing life, you're going to have to take that little part of your ego as a woman, that little part that you're like, I don't need no man. No, you tell me what to do. I don't want my daddy issues. <laughs> and you're going to have to put it away and be like, I'm with this dude. He loves me. He's successful. He's got me. He wants to be with me. And let me submit to him, and he'll commit to me, and we'll start a beautiful life together. 